is. It doesn't matter what your name is. My belly's just a little big. My hand is just a little big. But brother, I am bad and they know I'm bad. Loaded up with alcohol, more specifically vodka, whiskey, beer, tequila, more beer, more vodka, more whiskey, and more beer. It's about the 14 years it took me to go from undesirable to un-goddamn deniable. Give me what I want. Three ain't enough, now I need five. Welcome in Jim, Ryan, Matt, Tim, and intern Mark. And after tonight, none of you in this ring will ever, ever be the same again. Oh my goodness, what do we do? There's a one, there's a two. Oh! Oh, wow. Welcome everyone, Three Count Thursday, live here on our Facebook page. It is Thursday, July the 9th, 2020. We are glad to be with you. And uh, sorry we were a couple minutes delayed. I uh, changed up my setup down here a little bit. But uh, we are live. We are the podcast of the millennium. We have tons to talk about this week, including setting the field, a look at history, and a new title. But first, make sure you go to threecountthursday.com. That's where you'll find everything 3CT related, our social media, our merchandise over at whatamaneuver.net. What a maneuver. Thank you, Tim. Our Patreon page, patreon.com slash three count Thursday. Our uh, home network, of course, NGSC Sports. We also stream daily at leapsports.com. Ryan, that would be L-E-E-I-B sports.com. Thank you. Uh, also, make sure that you are subscribed to our uh, podcast feed as well as our YouTube channel. You can uh, subscribe to the uh, full show podcast uh, on all podcast uh, platforms, iTunes, Spotify, and uh, pretty much any podcatcher that's out there. But also make sure you uh, subscribe to the Hot Tag podcast as well. And if uh, you want to get anybody interested in our show, uh, send them to the Hot Tag because those are uh, just a couple of segments per week. Some of our best work from each show goes up on the Hot Tag and, uh, and and get people on there. But if you are subscribed on Apple Podcasts, please, please uh, rate and review the show. So, uh, yeah, that's uh, that that's where we're at. I want to say I welcome into all the guys. Oh, Ryan, how you doing? I'm okay, Jim. How are you? I- I'm doing well. I'm doing well, Matt. How you doing? Doing well. Um, I still have like two weeks of my quarantine here uh, until I can finally get a haircut. So um, I'm really looking forward to that because I hate my hair. <laughs> you could just go like me and Ryan and just buzz it clean off, but getting to that point. <laughs> and uh, and Tim, how you doing? I'm better now that I know you don't have to hit that button anymore. How you doing? <laughs> Telling me is that big Cass? No, that's Stone Cold. Oh, it's Stone Cold. Okay, all so, right. Does that yes. make you feel better that it's not Big Cass? So, y- yes, but he said it to. He probably said it to those jamokes. He I'm he great. he may have. He may have. Uh, I'm great. What? It's my favorite time of the year. 
I'm super excited. Yeah, we, can we ha- just start. Can we just start already, please? Yes. Well, okay. Do we want to? Do we want to do the recurring weekly segment, or do we want to jump right in? Yes. To we whatever to do the segments. There's okay. order and law here. Law and order. Yes. <laughs> Send it. All right. Um, let's tweet that shit. Law and order. Each and every week now. Uh, we are, uh, as I debuted last week, we were doing a segment. On this day. So, uh, I just want to, uh, wish a, uh, a happy birthday to some superstars that were born. On this day. Kevin Nash, 1959. Mark Marrow, Marco Marrow, 1960. Salvatore Sincere was born. On this day. In, uh, 1968. Shelton Benjamin in 1975. And Andrew Everett. In uh, in 1992, uh, also in uh, 2000 uh, was the infamous WCW Bash at the Beach, where Hollywood Hogan pinned to Jeff Jarrett after Vince Russo had Jarrett lie down for Hulk Hogan. Uh, of course, after the match, Russo fired Hogan, declared that Jarrett was still the champion, and an actual championship match be held against Booker T, who then won the title. Uh, Hogan took the belt with him, although. The firing was meant to be kayfabe. The event would go on to be Hogan's final appearance in WCW. He subsequently filed a lawsuit against Russo uh, for the alleged shoot comments made in a uh, promo nullifying his match, which was dismissed in uh, in 2003. Uh, also, on this day. in 2007, WWE signed former Million Dollar Tough Enough competitor Daniel Rodemir, a Florida native. Rodemir never made it to the WWE main roster. Uh, In 2008, TNA issued the following press release announcing they had signed former NASCAR star uh, Hermie Sadler. Uh, Interestingly, the the release Ah. had listed Ron Killings as a, quote, TNA star as if he was part of the company, although he had departed already for WWE. Uh, Also, in 2012, former WCW star Marcus Bagwell was arrested in Cherokee County, Georgia for reckless driving. He was later released on bond. And finally, in 2013, Matt Morgan is released from TNA upon his request. So that was... uh, I I, I thought that all of these were going to be like good news. Until we just decided we wanted to dunk on Buff. <laughs> <laughs> so that was uh, this week's on this day. Uh, for July the 9th, of course. And you can see above me, happy birthday to the wild man, Mark Marrow. Glad you didn't uh, didn't sneak in a just a random Bret Hart one. <laughs> uh, you know, I looked. I, I did. I looked over uh, from, a, from a couple of sources and uh, I just I couldn't find any interesting... <laughs> Uh, Bret Hart tidbits. Bret didn't, have, Bret didn't have the flu or strep throat or anything on this day. No, 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 no. He did not have any of those ailments. Uh, on this day. Bret Hart, huh? that's, that's crazy. Jesus. All right. Um, welcome into the show. Devin watching along with us. Frank watching with us. Lou, the ringsiders. Frank is with us as well. So if you are following along in the live video, first off, we welcome you in tonight. We hope you're doing well. And uh, and also, please give the video a uh, a like and a share. Get as many people in here uh, as possible. We would appreciate that. <clears throat> now, quickly, Tim. Now, before we get we get to the exciting moment at hand, this is something I meant I meant to uh, to share with the group last week, but I forgot because Ryan didn't uh, didn't remind me uh, on the air. 
because I asked him to. But uh, last week, I had found online somebody shared a picture of the menu from uh, from WWF New York. So I, I assume yeah, that's on me. I totally forgot. Yeah, it's just it's just one page. I assume it's it's the entire menu because it goes from, or at least at least it's part of it. It goes from pastas. There's main entrees, desserts, beverages, and then a kids menu. Um, no apps. No apps. So yeah, may, this this may have been just one of the one of the one of the pages, and like I think one of the most disappointing things out of out of this entire thing is I'm looking down over it. Is there's no there's not even any like, oh well there's one the people's Sunday that's the only like clever name for any dish because it's just like tower of lasagna, uh penny and shrimp and pos- and pink sauce like there's no like you know Austin's ribeye or something like that but the uh, the people's Sunday was a is a warm rock size chocolate chip cookie topped with vanilla bean ice cream chocolate and ch- caramel sauce whipped cream chocolate shavings. And uh, and pinned with a cherry for six ninety five. It's a six foot five inch cookie. Yeah, for only six ninety five. That's actually a great deal. No wonder. I, I, how did this place not stay in business? <laughs> Jeez. Um, it's, Give me your best wrestling themed like menu item. Wow. I, I have no idea. But there's the, like you mean the from- Shano mac and cheese. <laughs> there we go. I the love it. Strongest sandwich. The world's strongest sandwich. Nice. The world's strongest slamwich. Ooh, there you go. Um. Oh man, yeah, I can't even think of any. I'm like brain dead today. Um, the, but, the stones and boneyard match. <laughs> where it's ribs and meatballs. But yeah, no, nothing. Nothing really like tremendous. It's just. It's just basic ass. You know, Americana food. That I that I assume was was poorly priced as well. I mean, like bar yeah, barbecue spare. Oh, so I guess in the descriptions, like the barbecue spare ribs, a big show portion of uh, slow roasted ribs finished. Uh, or or in, in, it's a little blurry. The picture was blurry, but yeah, that was like twenty bucks. So I guess you like go, you and, can have the open face gobbledygooker. That's a good one. There you go. I like that. Um, Oh, so Frank, I guess, had gotten the uh, the WWE cookbook. He says Rikishi's pot roast is wonderful. Hmm. Uh, Devin Ooh, says, and Devin says the, the New the Day JR Rainbow one? Pancakes. The JR, the JR one. I think Jr. had a cookbook, or was maybe just JR, JR was on the front of it. I think Jr. wrote like helped write the cookbook. Yeah, yeah, I think so. But yeah, there was one. I think it was had a, had been on the WWE. Uh, had been on the WWE shop at least for a while. I don't know. Her. If it's, <laughs> I don't know if it's still there or not. Sauce it. Um, Jim, do you still have uh, any main event mustard in the cabinet at Denise's house? Uh, I, d- I don't currently. Um, we got to fix that. I'm going to do that right now. I Hold had on. I had run out of that a while ago. Um, and then for a long time, you couldn't like buy it anywhere online. It was no longer on the shop site. And like JR hadn't gotten a new online retail for it. But I think he does now. I think you can buy it again. Yep, you can buy it on jrsbbq.com, and I'm about to buy you a bottle right now. a boy, I like you. Ryan, you want one too, or? Uh, it gives me the shit. It's delicious, <laughs> but it clears me out. I don't, uh, what, I don't no know why. Well, what really does it at this point? Like, you eat like a leaf of lettuce, and you're like hauling ass to the bathroom. Ain't wrong. <laughs> um, all right, so... Daddy? 
one of the uh, one of the reasons that we're super excited uh, for this week's show is because, uh, as we've been talking about uh, for the last couple of weeks, and we had uh, a bunch of viewer submissions, listener submissions. We appreciate every single person who uh, who sent in their list of uh, of top WWE theme or wrestling themes of all time, not necessarily um, WWE themes. So I want to I want to thank everybody for that. You're getting a Kobe. Uh, for doing that uh we appreciate it so now as we've been discussing uh amongst ourselves <laughs> frank says stone cold's oh hell yams i like that uh i like that a lot um so as we've been we've we've been talking about how are we going to put this whole thing together um so so we we took all the votes um we took all the submissions we broke it down and uh and, and tonight we are going to unveil the uh the field of 64 so this is going to be the field of 64 the 64 themes that make that make the cut i think we have a couple of play-in matchups as well tim um is that is that live is that ready to go out that is ready to go but i want to i want to first of all urge our wonderful listening audience at home now is the time for you to actually like share the podcast yes because this is the main event right now. Um, to give you guys an idea of how excited I am, I made it. If you've ever seen Parks and Recreation, there's an episode uh, where um, it's Valentine's Day and Ann Perkins is single. And so, uh, uh, gosh, what is her name? Leslie. Leslie Nope puts together a big Valentine's Day party to get her a date. Well, also, she puts together this scavenger hunt for her boyfriend, Ben. Ron Swanson helps Ben and secretly loves this shit. (laughs) So he's like, don't ever do this for me again. And then at the end of the episode, he goes, please do this for me for my birthday. When we were tabulating all of these votes, I made it seem like Oh, I'll, I'll do it. I I will, I will, I'll put this all together. And (laughs) Jim was just like, go for it. And then secretly, secretly in my head, I'm like, this is my kink. I love this shit. Stats. You mean to tell me I get to sit through many people's tabulation lists and count how many times somebody said something and then make a spreadsheet and then average stuff out and count. Dog, I'm here for this. This took me back Sausage. to my childhood when I started making, uh, when I was doing wrestling fig- wrestling feds on on video games and in my action figures. I love this shit. Is this is it? So this is my life's work for 2020. Since 2020 <gasps> is taking so many things from us, much like Santana from Glee, rest in peace. Ooh. And now I'm oh. giving back. So, Jim. Can you give me the power to show my screen? Uh, you can do that yourself, can you not? On your yeah. yeah, yeah, I think you should be all right to do that. Host disabled participant screen sharing. Oh shit. Please uh, enable. Let's see. Uh now try it. Nope. Try. Now try it. Hey hell yeah. You got it? Is it okay now? Yes. Okay, so, sorry about that. What we've got right here. This is the master spreadsheet. Wow. As you can see, 
we had 134 different submissions. What a beaut. For this podcast. That's a lot. For this tournament of 64. So, wow, you really did go all out on this thing, man. I I did. This I is really this, did. yeah, this is much more elaborate than I would have done. And so, every person who voted, I now unbeknownst to you, the order in which you wrote your list was your power rankings. Ooh. I wish I would well, have I wish I would have known that going in, but it does make sense. Yeah. Right. Be, be, but here's the thing. So the the host of the pot, so the five of us actually gave, for the most part, most of us gave more than 20 themes. So that was our way to kind of skirt the system and try to get extra votes in where they were. And the power ranking only comes into effect if there's a tie for the number of times a theme was voted for. So for example, uh, okay. There was only, um, there's two themes that were tied for um, most votes. And because of average placement, that's how we determined who was the number one seed, who was the number two seed, and also how we got about creating our play-in matches. The play-in matches, this is where... Uh, the the three count Thursday boys are flexing their muscle. That's right. And and we're we're this is the only outside influence that we're putting into the tournament. The bottom five themes that are listed on the pot uh, listed on the bracket are in play in games against a theme from each of ours lists that didn't make it. Okay, got it. So, got it. Got it. So, to give you the rundown on that, you're gonna get you're gonna get to see a lot of different things, but I want everyone to kind of focus in on. Actually, let me see if I can pause my screen share. Okay, so we're stopping the screen share for just a second because I want to. I only want to share a little bit. Just a little bit. Just a little bit. Just a wee little bit. But yeah, once we uh once we have the the playing games, once those are determined, um and uh the, I, I will give you guys the link. You can go to that and I'll put it in the uh, I'll put it in the comments then uh of the live video so you can go there and vote on those in just a minute. Once we get those results in, we will we will fill out the remainder of the bracket. And, uh, and then shameless plug, shameless plug. And then we will open, yeah. And then we will open up, uh, the voting, um, for the, uh, and to determine the greatest, uh, entrance theme of all time. And be, of course, because we are the greatest podcast of all time, that means that, uh, that, that this, the, the winner of this is by far the best. There's, there's no, uh, there's no argument or dispute to that. Uh, once we determine this one. So the top, the, the bottom five seeds were Brock Lesnar's theme, slow chemical Kane's theme right before he lost the mask, mm-hmm. the chronic theme from WCW, 
Holly, the Hollywood Blondes theme. Okay. And Vader's WCW theme. Okay. Those five are going against a theme handpicked by at least one of us on the podcast. Got it. Got it. So in order to challenge the number five seed cult of personality, it is Brock Lesnar's next big thing versus the undisputed eras undisputed. Damn. To challenge the top of the St. Louis regional bracket (laughs) voices. I like it. It is slow chemical versus the Hardy boys loaded. Damn. Okay. To challenge the top of the Venice beach regional, uh, real American. (laughs) It is chronic versus. Sorry. I don't know how that happened. I don't know how that happened. Somebody must have hacked the my computer. Rockers. Can you get any more generic? Chronic, with fucking wrestling chronic team? versus the Rockers. I apologize. I'll try get and here. I'll try and uh, solidify the security over here in the in. I swear to Studio God, Jim, this will fucking destroy the podcast. In in what might be the biggest matchup of the of the play in bracket or the play in round, the Hollywood Blondes theme is taking on evolution's line in the sand man that's 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 a pretty serious matchup and to challenge the number one seed in the tournament the uh toronto brack the toronto regionals metalingus it is vader's wcw theme taking on victoria's all the things she said now folks i didn't leave you guys empty-handed no. So, if you go to the link in, well, the, uh, can I not copy this because I don't actually own Office? I sure can't. Yeah, I can. There we go. <laughs> Woo! Woohoo! Okay. So, in the chat, in the comments, there is a link to a curated playlist. Of all 10 of these songs. Fantastic. You don't have to guess what the theme sounds like. It's there. So go through. Listen to the 10. They're actually, if I'm right, they are in order from top to bottom. So it's Brock Lesnar, Undisputed Era, Slow Chemical, Hardy Boys, Chronic, Rockers, Hollywood Blondes, evolution vader and then all the things she said all right awesome but that's not it big jim i think you have something that you can drop in the chat yeah i'm dropping in well i'm dropping in the comments right now and uh once you go and you uh you listen to those themes so you can make your uh make your final verdict on the play in matchups you can simply go to tinyurl.com slash 3CT play-in. That's the number 3CT play-in, tinyurl.com slash 3CT play-in, and that will, uh, that will get you to the voting uh, for, the, uh, for the play-in matchups for the, uh, for, to uh, fin- finalize the, uh, the field of 64, the official 64 themes 
that will uh, that will go into this uh, into this bracket. Yes. So um, you can only vote once, uh, just to just to make sure that there's no there's no funny business. Yeah. We're this the this is all science. This is this is across the board. This is this is straight up. It's scientific. Absolutely. I take my bracket seriously. <laughs> Obviously. I do. I didn't spend two days <laughs> working on six different documents for this, including a tournament bracket that for some reason just didn't save. So oh. I, have to re- I have to redo a whole bracket again. If maybe, I don't know. Uh, but we'll figure it out. Um, but you guys see the plan right now. I also have the full first round oh. that we can look at. There's no there's no links for it yet because it's not set. It, we, we have to get the play in round first and then we can officially release the first round. But we can we can whet everyone's appetite. Yeah. Oh, my God. Yeah. Let's let's do that. Lou, this will all be posted on three three count Thursday.com. Uh, this exact one sheet, as well as the links to the playlists and the links to vote, everything will be on three on three count Thursday.com. Um, they'll be on all of our social media. So Facebook, Twitter, Instagram, it'll be there. Um, so not only is there a playlist for the play in, but there's also a playlist for every other regional as well. Awesome. So awesome. All the the all 68 themes are in their place. Um, with the exception of the five play in games. But once we have those, I will add the winner into that particular regional so that they are all there together. So this is the first time anyone else besides me has seen the round, the, the, the list, the lineup of 64. Ah! So here we go. All right, let's see it. I'm so excited. So we're going to go top to bottom from the Toronto regional to the Victoria regional, the Venice beach and the St. Louis. All right. Metalingus versus the winner of Vader and Victoria. On this day. <laughs> the number 32 seed. Rye, uh, Flight of the Valkyries, the Daniel Bryan theme, is taking on the number 33 seed, Hitman, oh, the Bret Hart bitch. theme. I have a bad feeling about that matchup. <laughs> uh, Let Me In, the Fiend theme, is taking on Roddy Piper's Scotland the Brave. Wow. Which, which technically isn't Scotland the Brave. No, but um, that's what it, they named it, right? It, so Scotland the Brave is an actual song that is in the Roddy Piper theme. Okay, okay. So what's on the playlist is Roddy Piper's WWF theme. Gotcha, okay. Um, the DX theme, Are You Ready, is taking on the future Asuka's theme. <sighs> Low-key banger matchup right here. That's that's a, that's going to be a tough one. In the intern mark special of the, of the bracket... Uh, it is the Dusty oh, Rhodes Common Man Boogie taking on the Rougeau Brothers All-American Boys. <laughs> okay. Um, in a battle of the paint, it is Finn Balor's Catch Your Breath against Sting's Man Called Sting theme. Oh, wow. Uh, 
in a dark horse for the po- dark horse for the bracket, I believe somebody's gonna get it. The Mark Henry theme is taking on the Mrs. I came to play. No kidding. And in the bottom of the bracket, it is Judas by Fozzie for Chris Jericho taking on Hard Times, the Big Boss Man theme. A little bit of the bubbly. So just from looking at this this grouping of 16, what matchup are you guys most looking forward to in the Toronto Regional? Mm. We'll start with Big Jim. I, uh, I'm really intrigued by the DX versus Asuka one because – I think those two. I think those two are, are all time great themes. But like, it, it's gonna, it's gonna, the, like the weight of that matchup is gonna be. Do you go like with the history, with the attitude era? Oh, there you go. Got a uh, bigger text. Like, do you go with the 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 history and the angst of DX, or do you go with like who has arguably been one of the best performers in the wwe for the last couple of years is, is recency bias going to play out or is history going to play out very 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 astute observation what about you matt um i like your dark horse pick because i really enjoyed both of those teams i didn't put either of them on my list but looking there i don't know what i'm going to choose in between somebody's going to get it versus came to play so um i'm anxious to see how that one fares out. Um, the rest, I, I have a pretty good idea which way I'm leaning, but but that one's the one that's going to be the toughest for me. Now, it might be kismet, it might be fate, but The Miz is the 40th seed, and he was the 40th WWE champion. So, wow. is there a numerology in the stars for The Miz? But who? That, either way, it's going to be tough. Uh, Ryan, what's your pick? for uh what's your dark horse or what's your uh matchup in the toronto regional yeah that's a great question i have uh i'm really intrigued by let me in by the fiend and uh and scotland the brave by piper it kind of goes with jim are you going with recent banger or something that you've grown up with and it's always like made my head snap if i wasn't necessarily listening or watching the tv growing up but hearing the bagpipes um so that's 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 I don't know how I'm going to vote for that round already. That's the the beauty of this is that you'll also have the playlist for the Toronto Regional, so you'll be able to hear these themes as you vote or before you vote, um, to be able to to know how you feel. Um, what's also might be a low key banger, depending on how the play in game goes, is Metalingus is could go up against all the things she said. And if that's the case, I, I there still, could easily be a sixty-four over a one. I don't know, man. Like, that's I mean, tough. I was, I was really amazed to see Metalingus at at the very, very top of this of yeah. this whole thing. So, like, to me, that that tells me that not only between us, but the the three count audience uh, has has a has a pretty a pretty high value on Metalingus, as they should. Yep. On this so, day. <laughs> carrying on, we're now going into the second seeds bracket, which is the Victoria, Texas regional. And if that gives you any idea, it is the Stone Cold Steve Austin bracket. Nice. So 
the top seed of the bracket, I won't do what you tell me, the Stone Cold theme, is taking on the winner of the Hollywood Blondes or Evolution. Okay. So Austin could be taking on himself in well, the first That is the true. Blondes. Yes. Um, in the next matchup, the Hollywood Rock theme is cooking. Is so taking good. on is taking on Lita's theme, Love, Fury, Passion, Energy. Okay. Uh, that's a really, that's a classic one. Um, the game, Triple H, is taking on WCW theme, Simply Ravishing for Rick Rude. Now, I'm going to use this matchup as a um, an explanation. Okay. As, as explained before, we did the bracketing. Only one theme for one person. So, to be completely honest, Rick Rude's themes, both of them were nominated. The C- Triple H had three themes nominated. <laughs> right, because this wasn't the Triple H theme that I had nominated. Somebody, there was votes for my time, there was votes for this, and there was votes for King of Kings, uh, and there was also, four, excuse me, Four. Someone also voted for Ode to Joy. <laughs> so four Triple H themes made it. The top most vote getter is what represents that wrestler in the tournament. Okay. So if if you don't see your particular theme in there, but you see your wrestler, that's why. Gotcha. Um, next up, in a battle of the couples, it is... Randy Savage and Liz pomp and circumstance taking on true love. The Mike and Maria Kanellis theme. Oh yeah. Damn. Uh, now, and we, this is the actual theme, not stone no. cold sings. This is act the actual <laughs> okay. theme. Okay. I, I wanted to make sure that was clear. This is the actual theme. The, 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 the love ballad, not eat, not stone cold. Okay. Just wanted to, wanted to clear that one up. The classic Ric Flair theme, also Sprock's Zarathustra, takes on one of a kind, the Rob Van Dam theme. Okay. In a battle of CFO money, or the CFO's bangers, we've got Sasha Banks, the sky's the limit, taking on Bobby Roode's glorious domination. Glorious! Um, carrying out the rest of the bracket, we've got Bad Street USA taking on the Booker T anthem. And at the very bottom of the bracket, it's only fate that on the opposite oh, sides wow. of the, the Austin bracket, you have Mr. McMahon and no chance in hell taking on Mankind and Wreck. That's so that's a matchup. That's a mat like this. These middle brackets are are extremely tough because you're getting like like themes really close together. Yeah. So we'll go in reverse order this time. Ryan, what matchup from the Victoria Regional are you excited about? You have to go with No Chance in Hell, the Mr. McMahon theme versus Mankind theme. Just going back to some of their feuds themselves and just the way they've all worked in and around Steve Austin's career. It's a great way to uh to wrap up this bracket so mcmahon versus mankind uh matt yeah that that one was mine as well 
Um, you know, again, the, the one that's going to be the toughest for me to choose. Um, beyond that, I think the, the Sasha Banks versus Bobby Roode is the second toughest for me to pick, which one I enjoy more. But I think McMahon versus Mankind is going to be tougher. Uh, Big Jim. Yeah, I was going to say uh, Sasha versus Bobby Roode because, um, you know, not not that, that like there's 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 a lot of good themes recently, but like I feel like these two are are some of the the better ones. Like I feel like Bobby Roode's entire WWE slash NXT career is defined by by his theme. Glorious. So so that one's really strong. Um, but uh, the uh, the the I'll say the Rock and and Lita as well to be to be a little bit different because like to me Hollywood Rock is is just I mean it's. It's a, like the ultimate banger for for the rock out of the different themes, but but Lita's theme is a, is a solid one as well. And depending upon how that matchup and the fir- the top first round matchup goes, we could get Rock Austin four in the thir- the second round of the tournament. Right, the rematch so, that never was. The, the the fourth match, the 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 finale of the finale. Man, that's the, a tough bracket. That is that that's a tough bracket. I'm I'm. Oh. I'm almost scared to see what the other two are. Just wait, because now we roll over to Venice Beach, California, and we go into the Hulk Hogan bracket. Mm-hmm. Hulk Hogan will play the winner of Chronic and the Rockers. Okay. Uh, carrying on, the original Undertaker theme is going against the NWO Wolfpack theme. Okay, so so original Undertaker, that's two gongs and then just the organ, right? So this is great graveyard symphony. Yeah. Okay. So that that's what. So it's in the playlist. That's true. Yes, and those um, those will obviously go live when once the brackets go live. Yes. Um. The battle of the stables as the broods theme takes on the four horsemen nice see charlie s he said where's the brood here you go charlie oh, it's there venice it's beach there. it's there man yes, sir. wow the next matchup <laughs> i walk alone versus root of all evil batista versus alistair black two bangers just button heads in the first round uh Going on the number 11 seed, Unstable, the Ultimate Warriors theme is taking on another dark horse for me personally. I bring the darkness, the Baron Corbin theme. Um, in a a matchup of non-WWE implications, Wow, okay. it is AJ Styles' TNA theme, I Am, taking on Raven's ECW theme, Come Out and Play. Okay. Uh, next up on the bracket, the Sandman is in the tournament as Inter Sandman takes on the Mr. Perfect theme. Wow. And of course, if you've got Hogan in the top of the bracket, the NWO might as well fit on the bottom. New, 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 new world order. As the NWO, the original NWO theme takes on possibly Matt's dark horse pick <laughs> to win the entire <laughs> tournament, Shane McMahon. And here comes the money. Here comes the money. 
Here we go. Money talk. Here comes the money. Now, and now, Tim. Pretend, some of pretend there's a, per, a closed parentheses. Some of my right uh, insider sources um, told me that that Matt tried to bribe to get Shane's up higher on the bra- Is there any truth to that? Um, no the the podcast um, the podcast is uh, is pure. Okay, we're not letting. It. Charlie asks, "How is saliva ranked higher than the brood?" um you know it's all based on power rankings from because if you had the same number of votes it then went to when you're this close like it all went based on like the way that the the uh the way that they were listed in the email submissions so um i wouldn't put too much pressure or too much uh power in like if you see a theme within like five to seven numbers of another seed, the voting's really close. Yeah, um, yeah, I, I would, I would imagine that that yeah, in in, in inside of those, uh, you know, within within ten, so like ten to right. ten to twenty, twenty to thirty, right. that that it, it's it obviously a very very close on the nominations. Right. Uh, so, Big Jim. Uh, the Venice Beach Regional. What matchup intrigues you? Um, I'm gonna I'm gonna say NWO and Shane McMahon because that like those are those are two those are two the themes that are so strong, so strong. Um, I mean, like the NWO speaks for itself, but in the same time, like you know, I remember when Shane McMahon came back and like you you hear that music again. It was like. It was a huge pop, so I'm I'm really really intrigued by that matchup. Yep, uh, Matt, what say you? Um, I think it's gonna be yeah between Graveyard Symphony, NWO Wolfpack, and then uh, the the Batista um, Alistair Black one. That's such a strong matchup too. I hate it, like. If I want, if I ever had the idea to move people's brackets around, <laughs> this would be the one. I would have made sure this wasn't a first round matchup. It is so tough. It kills me that one of these themes is done after the first round. Kills me. I mean, Batista's is one of those themes because, like, when he was back, like, when he was there around WrestleMania 30, every time he's come back, like, days days after he's on raw or smackdown or pay-per-view or whatever i will still be playing that theme in my head like it's just it's it's that it's that strong of a theme but i love i mean i love alistair ryan ryan is shaking his head but i have on good authority that he put the batista theme on his list of themes so Um, that's not that's not why i'm shaking my head why are you shaking the theme absolutely belongs there but the fix is in if you went from number one to the bottom there's no way no way my boys chronic has to fight for a goddamn playing spot for this ridiculous (laughs) the fix is in there's no way chronic should be that low that's my that's my pick 
Chronic is taking out Real American Brother. It's gonna happen. Chronic wins and wipes the floor with Hulk Hogan. Don't forget, Hogan's a racist. Can't vote for Hogan. Don't forget, goddamn right I'm playing the card. Don't vote for Hogan. Vote Chronic 2020. Please vote. Make sure you get your votes out, folks. Are you taking illegal substances again? Right, I listened to that song yesterday for the first time, and it was absolute garbage. Like, why are you so high on this one? Of all songs, you're ridiculous. You're out of line. I'll quit the podcast if it doesn't at least make Don't it. Don't be I rude. Swear to God, this is the. It's ridiculous. There's no reason it shouldn't be up there. Oh, I love it. It's, it's a clear ripoff of Static X. Act like nobody cares for Static X in here. Rust Vitali would vote for this. <laughs> ridiculous. No, I don't think ridiculous. you would get Rust Vitali's vote. <laughs> it absolutely would. It, it totally line, would. Way out of line. Ridiculous. Maybe over the rockers, but I don't know about real American. Yeah, come on. Ridiculous. It is ridiculous. And how did the horseman fall to 46? Just people don't know how great that theme is? I guess not. I mean, I didn't have yeah. it on I didn't have it on my list, and my list was 38 themes oh, man. strong. Oh so good. I had it on my list too. So the horseman theme the horseman theme got some love, so yeah, thank you. Lou's with um, you, Ryan. He says Chronic is a great theme. Goddamn right, Lou. I That's knew I liked the knackers, bro. All right. So the final region, the St. Louis Regional, which means it is the Randy Orton bracket. Oh, here we go. And here it is. There is your final eight matchups. So Holy we've hell. got voices taking on the winner of Brock Lesnar versus the Undisputed Era. We've then got Ethan Carter III, his TNA theme, trouble, trouble, going trouble. against John Cena's first theme, Basic Thugonomics. Mm. Well, technically a second theme, but this is Basic Thugonomics version. Uh, in a Jimmy Hart classic, it is the Ted DiBiase theme taking on Demolition. We've got Shinsuke Nakamura's theme, The Rising Sun, taking on I'm the Mountie. Uh, in the next lineup, we've got Sexy Boy taking on Jive Soul Bro. Okay. Uh, in a bit of New School versus Old School, uh, Kingdom, the Cody theme, taking on Jake Roberts' Snake Bit. We've got uh, Fight, the Kevin Owens theme, taking on the Legion of Doom theme. Damn. And the number five seed cult of personality will be taking on the winner of, Oh, sorry. So for voices, voices will be the winner of Kane versus um, it'll be Kane versus the Hardy boys. And the winner of cult going against cult of personality will be Brock Lesnar or the undisputed era. Gotcha. Okay. So uh, Ryan, the St. Louis Regional, what matchup intrigues you? Uh, first of all, I'm reeling that Zack Ryder's radio didn't make this at all. I know Jim's really upset about that, too. Oh, heartbroken. Just, it's a personal surprise that that didn't make it. Um, it was actually the first man. three on my on my list. So Radio, radio, radio. It is radio, so radio. Good, good matchups here. It's really, really tough to pick one. Um, but I will go with... Uh, with the same band that, that did Zack Ryder's radio, I'll go Kingdom versus uh, Jake the Snake Roberts. 
just because, uh, you know, old school, new school. I, I kind of like that uh, that setup. Even though I'm a big Mountie fan, that's going to be uh, that's going to be a tough one for me to vote for. Time, time out. Sidebar, real quick. Can we talk like Jake the Snake Roberts wearing a polo shirt is one of the <laughs> is one of the weirdest things in 2020, and that and that says a lot. You mean rehab, Jake? Yeah, uh, like whoever whoever the manager for Lance Archer is. That guy wearing a polo shirt is is one of the weirdest things in wrestling in 2020, he and I will stand yoga. by that. He does yoga. I I'm I'm aware he does yoga, and he's <laughs> moved out of the DDP house, and I wish him none nothing but the best. But Jake, the fucking Snake Roberts, wearing a purple polo shirt on Fighter Fest is is just I I don't I don't I can't. It was weird. It was weird, but. Uh, I digress. Yes. Uh, Matt. Um, I mean, I think all of these are pretty one-sided for for me. So for the most intriguing, it's, I'm going to hope that the Hardy Boys can, can pull it out and take on voices because, I mean, I I know which way I would vote in that. I'm, I'm really surprised that I had to use my veto vote to get the Hardy Boys in there. But um so that that's going to be the one that I'm watching the most. Okay, uh, Big Jim. The one I'm watching the most, man, is uh, is EC3 and John Cena. Because, like, to me, this one should be one sided. If if you're asking the big guy, this one should be one sided. But I uh, like the the basic thugonomics theme is so good that uh, that that this one really really is going to have my attention once it goes live. Yep. Um, I'm very excited to see um, that matchup as well as um, whoever, which if it's Brock or Undisputed Era against CM Punk and Colt's personality, like I know Colt's personality is really strong, but both of those other themes fighting for the 60th seed is it's almost a murderer's row. Sure. So, um, it, it's very tough to say uh, one way or the other how these will all go. But uh, once the playoff round voting has commenced, it's fin- finalized, we will go live with a similar style survey um, for the first round where we will also release. I Actually, we can probably release the playlist early if we so choose, but uh, voting will not be will not take place for the round of 64 until after the plans are are done. Um, Big Jim, how long do you think we should give these plans? Um, do you want to give it through the weekend or do we want to go like a week? Um, I think if we go, we can go, we can go through the weekend. We will announce the winners on Monday during raw and we will also release the first round of the tournament monday on raw for a thursday night reveal for the podcast okay i like that a lot i like that a lot so we'll 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 announce winners on thursdays yes um yeah and uh yeah i like that a lot so again tinyurl.com slash 3CT play in uh, to get your votes 
uh, in for the opening round matchup. And again, uh, if you go to the comments on the uh, on the live video for for this podcast, you will see the uh, the playlist for the play in round. Uh, so you can uh, review all of the themes for those five play in matchups. Uh, and then we'll also we're gonna we'll post everything uh, to our social medias as well. Um, so make sure you're following us uh, on there. Um, three three count Thursday, Facebook, Twitter, Instagram. <laughs> Not tinydancer.com. That probably takes you to a whole different world there, uh, RSGP. But uh, tinyurl.com slash three CT play in um, is it? But man, I, I'm excited. This this is probably this is probably one of the best ideas we've ever had uh, to, to actually, to put this whole thing together. Um, and, uh, I, I'm, I'm looking for it. I'm like, I've already been like spitballing different ideas of, of brackets we can do in the future. Um, because like, if you're paying attention to the world at large, there may or may not really be much sports even through this fall and winter. Uh, so we may have to keep, uh, keep your, your betting and, and things like that alive, uh, here through three count Thursday. And we're willing to do that. Um, so there's some bracket ideas, you know, like, like best gimmicks of the nineties, uh, you know, is one of them that's spinning through my head because the Lord knows there was just gimmicks upon gimmicks upon gimmicks, uh, especially in the first half of that decade. So, um, I'll look at you, Ryan, that that's, that's just weak sauce, man. That is so bad. Um, the, uh, look how badass they look. Yeah. Vascular. Yeah. <laughs> um, so yeah, I'm I'm very much looking forward uh to uh to this bracket and to see which theme will come out on top as the uh greatest of all time. That's correct. Tiny dancer slash URL TRTLC TRL total request live. Vote now. <laughs> there you go. Uh perfect. Any other thoughts on the the bracket? Now is there a theme? Do we want to give any any predictions on which one we think might win it all? Chronic. <laughs> or is that is that uh is that like insider trading? We don't want to influence any votes anywhere. Yeah, I don't necessarily want to influence any votes. Um I kind of want to I I do have a couple of um couple that I'm voting or I'm holding close to my uh my uh close to the vest but i think it's really hard to vote against one of the top the top five seeds yeah between uh voices cult of personality the stone cold theme real american or metalingus like if one of those if one of those five don't make it uh it's tough yeah, I mean that's um, that that would be a huge upset. Um, if if in the comments here, if anybody wants to leave what what they think is the best theme of all time, which one do they think or should win? We won't we won't give ours. We don't want to necessarily influence anywhere besides Ryan, of I course, and Chronic. I don't think our number one pick wins this. I'm pretty confident that as great as the theme Metalingus is, I do not think that will win at all. So you think the 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 number one seed will get supplanted will that, somewhere? Yeah. We'll get eliminated somewhere. Yes. Okay. So I'll, I'll ask this: Which of the top four seeds gets eliminated first? Okay. So the top four are are Metalingus, Metalingus, Stone Cold, Stone Cold, Hulk Hogan, Hulk Hogan Real American, and, and Randy Orton. and Randy Orton. 
Um, I'll, I I think I'll say probably Randy Orton. Um, just because I think the 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 history with Austin's theme and Hogan's theme is there, um, and and you know meddling is that through all of the voting, our voting, the listener submissions at, at, after all of those were compiled. I mean, it was hundreds of themes, right, Tim? Right. Like Metalingus was number one, so just kind of by default, uh, and not because it's uh, you know the, the, it was the lowest of those four. But I, I think Randy Orton's would get supplanted first. I mean, we got a, a comment that says, "I just can't vote for a theme that was a song and used as a theme." I mean, that's what themes used to be. I mean, if you go back in time, like the very first theme of or one of the first themes of all time was Sergeant Slaughter using the Marine Corps song. Right. So that's a that's that, a real that what song. That's officially called the Marine Corps. The Marine song? Corps the I don't know what it's called. It's the hymn of the Marines or something uh, like that. Not tabs. tabs? <laughs> Jesus. No, but it's it's the Marine the 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 song for the Marines. Um what is what is the name of that song? Uh, Matt, uh, it's not about the Green Berets, right? No. Matt, which one which one of the top seeds do you think will get uh, eliminated first? I also think Voices goes out first, just because I'm actually kind of surprised Voices was in the top four slash five. Honestly, not just because it wasn't on my list, but um, it's because I, I I think there were others that. I thought would be higher than that, like like Chronic, for instance. <laughs> I mean, it's like I said, it surprised me that Metalingus was number one. Not not that it's not a fantastic theme, but well, I think I think there's recency bias with Metalingus. I possibly mean, when that music hit at the Rumble, I like who didn't get goosebumps with that. I mean, I t- Tim that. was crying. We were there. I seen I mean, it with my own eyes. Yeah, and, and I'm not I'm not judging you. I've cried. Believe me, I've cried at wrestling before too. So I cry all the time. Um, Ryan, it's not it's not a feat to get me to cry. <laughs> Ryan, which uh, which one out of the top four seeds do you think will lose first? I really think Chronic can knock off Real American in the apps. I absolutely think it can happen. You guys think I'm joking, but vote Chronic <clears throat> in, and it's gonna happen. I tell you, it's gonna happen. The people will hear Brian Clark and Brian Adams need to run wild all over Hawkamania. Thing sucks right now, and see if you would even like listen to that song. Just who? Huh? Who? Russ. Of course he would. It's literally (laughs) a ripoff of Static X. (laughs) Absolutely would listen to it. Tim, is there? Is there? Which one do you think will get eliminated first? I think if there's a chance, I think that Metalingus could be the first one down. Ooh. Wow. Wow, 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 wow. Because I, wow. I think that if, if depending on what song wins the play-in matchup, that could really decide it. Well, that's true, too, because that, that, that's going to be a, uh, an interesting one um, for the uh, for the play-in. So um tyler in the comments here says to him the uh the game triple h is the best theme of all time he also says swo returns on august 15th to red lion pa um after not being able to do shows since march the 13th 
Um, I think there's a there, uh, ACW runs next weekend, so uh, I have to start digging into the uh, the independent scene and and re-uploading some shows uh, to our indie calendar because uh, shows are beginning to resume, obviously uh, reduce capacity and and things like that. But um, yeah, the the independent scene is slowly but surely uh, starting to pick back up. Um, so we yeah, will. Yeah, uh, it's going to be Atomics. Atomic's first show at the Orioles Nest in Newmanstown. Uh, that is next Saturday night. It's going to be a great show. Reduced, reduced capacity, masks required, hand sanitizing stations throughout. Um, a lot of precautions are going to be taken. Great lineup they have so far. I believe the Sandman and uh, Veda Scott will be special guests that night as well. I'll have the full card obviously next Thursday before uh, before the show. And you, you'll be you'll be back on the call for that, Ryan. I sure am. Me and my uh, me and my trusty mask. There you go. Awesome. Good stuff. Good stuff. Um, any other any other thoughts uh, when it comes to the bracket? Or we do we want to uh, continue on here? Look, here's the deal. If you guys aren't sure, I'll drop you a buck in your PayPal to vote for Chronic. Oh wow! That's, wow! Yeah, it's gonna happen. He's gonna take line. down. It's, it's gonna happen. It's gonna take down the Rockers, and he's gonna take down Hulk Hogan. Well, these studs these guys are. Bring out that picture, like you wasted computer ink printing <laughs> that out. I didn't print that out today. I've had that for a while. But it was printed out, right? Like it's not a signed eight by ten or anything, is it? Oh, that's not a signed eight by ten. And I printed no, it out. No, because they're I mean, both dead. Oh, they're not both dead. <laughs> I, I printed this out during the podcast. This, hey, so, which? Yeah, I did. Which? Right. Who? Who's who? Which is which? Oh, that's easy. That's that's uh, Brian Clark, Brian Adams. So it's okay. it's Adam it's, Bomb, it's Adam Bomb, Adam Bomber, and Crush. It was what you're Adam saying. Adam Bomb and Crush, right? <laughs> um, all right, let's uh, let's move on here. We chronic man, it's unreal. We did, we did have the man's APA right there. <laughs> <laughs> Jesus, wow, you are stretching it thin, there, dude. Stretching it thin. Yeah, uh, I think you might have just lost votes with that. Yeah, that's. That you know, well, there's been a lot of bad takes on this show in, 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 in six Nobody years. Nobody like JBL either. <laughs> Screw you. I'm fine. Well, yeah, I mean that's true. How that many is JBL accurate. teams are on this list. Uh, zero. The APA did get a vote though. APA was a I solid theme. Him. I I would have <laughs> if I would have voted a JBL theme though, it would have been the JBL theme, not not the Whoa. APA. Um. Whoa. Long the Justice Hawk Bradshaw theme? Yeah, yeah. Did he even have a theme? I'd assume it was like, like whips and guns and uh and, and like guitar twangy music. Um, Nikki says she used to love Adam Bomb. Uh, and Devin, uh, Devin, back with us again. If you're following along in the live video, uh, give it a like, give it a share. We'd appreciate Adam Bomb support too. Hell yes, Nikki. <laughs> Jesus Christ, Ryan. Uh, all right, let's uh, move on. We did have a the three count question of the week and uh i, I there was uh, I, somebody i was discussing with or, or i saw this discussion on twitter um i think monday during uh during raw and it had to do like right now um i think it was the bringing up is somebody going to turn heel at some point and it, and and i just kind of like started spinning in my head like right now like i get the the character portrayed because in any tv show obviously that you know, if there's not a live audience or a movie where there's not a live audience, you have good guys and you have bad guys. But right now, obviously, with with the with the empty arena era or the uh, you know the the workers as fans era, whatever exactly we're calling this this period of time, 
Um, you know, they, they're obviously heels and faces, like, but are they, um, do they, uh, the question I asked was without fans in the audience, do heels and faces matter, uh, at all or as much? So it's kind of, it's kind of however you want to, you want to answer it. And, and to me, like, I, I don't, I don't know that they necessarily matter as much. And I mean, I know in the WWE, the, the, it's kind of been shades of gray as Vince, uh, in, in, in the historic promo, uh, years ago, put it out there anyway, that, that they kind of present characters to you. You kind of decide which way it goes, which depends on the live audience, because for years, obviously Roman Reigns, John Cena, their characters were good guys, but they were booed. Um, so, and, and I know even like triple H had said in interviews that Roman Reigns right now is kind of in a way, uh, the biggest heel in the company because everybody boos him. And if you flip that switch, and we had talked about it here, that a lot of people would end up cheering him as the bad guy. So, like, right now, do, like, do heels and faces in the traditional sense of the word matter? Or is it just they're going to they're gonna present us storylines and characters and we just kind of follow along with the story? To me, I, I think it's more we just kind of follow along with the story. I don't know that traditional heel versus face is as important right now and in this era. Uh, Matt, your thoughts? I mean, it's probably not as important, sure, but it it certainly still matters. So, um, like, you you can't just have two people just going in and wrestling um, with no storyline, and there always sort of has to be some sort of villain um, just to get the fans invested even on the TV. So um, just because you're not getting that crowd reaction, you still definitely need that for the advancement of the storyline. Um, so yeah, not as important, but still important. All right, Ryan. Yeah, I think it, it is absolutely important. I think um, it, it doesn't dictate how, how wrestling's presented anymore and it can go on more of a match by match um, level. Um, using AEW as an example, you have a, a faction like the Dark Order. Those are obviously their heels, obviously. Um, then you have Cody Rhodes, who is, um, I guess you would consider one of the babyest baby faces available. Sure. Uh, but with his open challenge, he's not necessarily always wrestling heels in those style matches. Next week, uh, Sunny Kiss. So uh, more of a baby face versus like sure. a, a bit, you know what I mean? So um, it's, it's, it's match by match. And I think that's okay. I think that's probably the best way to do it, that you can allow some people to stand on their own. Um, and I'm sure there's people out there that don't like Cody Rhodes and is going to boo him. Um, you know, the booker giving himself a championship. Uh, <laughs> no different than Roman Reigns getting booed as a baby face. Sure. But, um, yeah, yeah. So, yeah, I think it's uh, I think it's necessary. You still do have to have good versus evil. Ultimately, that's I think that's why we tune in, um, plus, plus all the other pomp and circumstance. But... Uh, yeah, yeah, it's necessary. All right, Tim, your thoughts? Um, I think that baby faces and heels matter more now than okay. they did before we had quarantine. For the simple fact that right now, WWE and AEW can reset expectations of the fans through programming of the crowd themselves. Kobe. Um, 
having fans cheer, having the, the workers cheer the good guys and boo the heels uh, puts like a stronger impetus on like who to actually vote for once uh, once we all get back to normal. Um, I think there's a lot of hard resetting of expectations um, in this era of wrestling right now. The asterisk, the the period over the eye in Jeremy Bear. <laughs> yeah, uh, yeah, like Nikki says here, John Cena uh, could never really be a heel uh, because of the you know the Make a Wish too many. Uh, kids love him. She said she's still confused why fans turned on on Roman. Uh, he gave everything um, in in both victory and defeat. And I think it was just kind of the thing of of you know when the WWE tells us, hey, you guys are the uh, you guys are the authority, or or you know they they take the the fans into consideration. Uh, people didn't want you know the uh, the the Rocky Maivia of this generation like shoved in our throats, and and it was kind of. Um, you know, the, 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 the current incarnation of Rocky sucks was, it was to boo Roman, uh, a couple of responses from social media, Zach, uh, on Twitter, it said, yeah, because a show without conflict is boring. Uh, heels need to be, uh, just need to compensate a lack of reactions with ferocity, which is an interesting take as well. You almost have to make them more vicious to get people, um, to, uh, to dig into that. Uh, Nick says the, they matter if it's done right. You need to tell the story and show uh, everything uh, on screen. Um, John says you need a reason to watch. They are that reason. So again, thank you to everybody uh, who had uh, who had responded uh, on our social media post there for the question of the week. And yeah, I mean it, it's I I, I just it, I I like how there's there's different stories you know being being portrayed and it's not necessarily as traditional as possible but I think Tim you you did bring up a great point um in how when you when you have you know your your own you know your own your own people uh as the crowd you you can dictate things better um than somebody trying to hijack a show uh so to speak um all right uh, next thing here uh, of course, two days ago, I think it was two days ago. Yeah, on Tuesday um, was the 24th anniversary of uh, of Hulk Hogan dropping that leg at Bash of the Beach. Oh, what is he oh doing? Oh my God! Is he the third man? He's the third man. What oh. the hell is going on here? Hulk Hogan has betrayed WCW. He is the third man. Um, and 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 of course, forming the uh, the NWO. And the, you know, like I, I've I've said like numerous times, this is one of the um, one of the few, and I think this is probably the the first um, WCW pay per views that I ever had uh, my family ordered. My my birthday um, fell around the same time, and that's what I wanted for my birthday that year because I was so very intrigued by you know what what was going to happen because you know it was we knew there was. Uh, there was going to be, you know, Hall and Nash had kind of hinted that, you know, that we, you know, that the third man's going to going to be there. Who's it going to be? Um, what's going to happen? And, um, you know, obviously with with Hulk Hogan turning heel, something that I, I don't I don't think we ever could have seen. I mean, you had you know the the, the great the promo, and there's so many great, and I and I and I grabbed a couple of them from uh from the the the, 
the the aftermath when uh when Hogan's talking to Mean Gene. Mean Gene, the first thing you need to do is to tell these people to shut up if you want to hear what I gotta say. And of course, the one we've heard, you know, time and time again, anytime there's there's any documentary or anything about the NWO. You can call this the new world order of wrestling, brother. Which, of course, then later in the promo, he uh, Hogan Hogan's that line because he calls it the new world organization, I believe, like n- numerous times uh, in that um but uh, then a couple more here. As far as I'm concerned, all this crap in the ring represents these fans out here. And then my favorite one that we'll probably say on the soundboard. You fans can stick it, brother. Like, and I just, like, I remember just sitting there watching this going, like, what happened? And it was, it was, it's probably the, <laughs> you know, like the the heel turn that you know if if you look over all time um that that's probably the the biggest one that you thought would never happen like is there one anybody else can think of that that you would have thought could that 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 would have been more shocking than than Hogan becoming a bad guy <laughs> Jesus Ryan yeah there's nothing really off the top of my head of like what Hulk Hogan means or meant to wrestling fans. Um, There's just never going to be anyone close that measures up to the kind of pulling power one way or the other. Yeah. I mean, it's like Hogan, Hogan was the forever um, baby face. And and, and the one, one thing that kind of came into my mind is like, where does, and I know the the NWL obviously got got bastardized beyond comprehension between you know the red and white or the the red and black and the the black and white, and then just you know how how many members can we get into the ring as a member of the NWL? But when I'm talking about the original three, and it, obviously it started with uh, with Hall and Nash showing up, and you know you know who I am, but you don't know why I'm here, and they, they're talking about. You know, the, like the bullying of, of Eric Bischoff and everybody um, uh, around WCW, this original three, like where where to you does this does the original three Hogan Hall and Nash is a new world order. Where, where did the, where do you put them? You know, I know we talked about Mount Rushmore last week, but like where, where do you where do you kind of rank them like all time, like faction wise? You've gotta, you've gotta put that near the top. I think uh, a lot of people think great factions. They think of uh, of the of DX and the NWO. That's like the two that my mind goes to. Um, and and each one have had different, you know, versions of it. No different than like the Four Horsemen and then the ever the how Mongo was a Four Horseman for Christ's sake. So <laughs> you know that's changed. Uh, but yeah, that's got to be up there. It's got to be top two or top three for sure. Matt, how about you? Yeah, I mean, NWO is certainly up there. Um, I would say probably two uh, for me behind DX. Um, and I can't believe I'm saying this, but maybe Heart Foundation um, <laughs> sneaks in. Um, 
And I, I was the whole time you were telling that story, Jim, I was picturing you in a birthday hat watching this heel turn. Just like, <laughs> what's happening? What, what is going on? Just sitting in my living room by myself. I yeah. told you I didn't want to watch this WCW show. <laughs> By the way, happy happy twenty first, Jim. I think you just celebrated your birthday not too long ago. Yeah. So uh, yeah, twenty one, you can uh, legally drink and on Monday. Go out to the bar. Well, here. eventually, yeah, maybe in twenty twenty one, I'll go to a bar again. Let's let's hope and wish. Uh, Tim, where do you uh, where do you put the NWO all time? Um, I'm gonna put the NWO at. Three, okay. Behind the Shield and Evolution. Wow, those are two that I wouldn't have in my in my uh, yep. uh, 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 above. But yeah, um, Nikki says she they are in her top five. She would put Nexus above them. Don't judge me, she said. Uh, Nexus is really good. The only problem, the only reason why I don't have the Nexus over them is the Nexus as a group was not successful um the shield as a group was unstoppable could not beat them um evolution the whole purpose of evolution actually you know what nwo is for the new day is wow three the new day is three um because it's all about success of the group so evolution's whole point was for everyone to be champion and to insulate Triple H as world champion. And that's what they did. Sure um, did. At one point in time, they were the tag team intercontinental and world heavyweight champion. Um, New day, same reason to just the continuity, the success of them as a, as a singles getting Kofi mania to where it is. The NWO was, was prime at the beginning. And then as you added your VK Wall Streets <laughs> and and everything, uh, you just can't. Uh, it kind of just loses its sizzle. And yeah, and I guess I guess there is something to be said for that because you know even even DX you know had had you know mul- multiple iterations of it, the original, and then you know you had you had the you know the the five of them, and then in later years you just had. Triple H and Shawn Michaels, and then of course you know in Saudi Arabia you had bald Triple H and bald Shawn Michaels. Uh, don't, you, don't you dare discount the Hornswoggle years. <laughs> oh, I I wouldn't uh, I wouldn't dare. Um, but yeah, when when any of these groups, and, and I think maybe that that's why to some the the Horseman doesn't make it up there because again you had the Mongo years um, with the Four Horsemen. So it Mongo isn't even the worst Horseman. Who is? Mongo is a one-time U.S. champion with the Horsemen. Mongo is probably one of the more Horseman-esque Horsemen that ever Horsemen. <laughs> the worst? Is it Lex Luger? It's Paul Roma. Oh, that's fair. I honestly didn't even that's remember fair. that Paul Roma was in the Horsemen. So. He was a tag team champion with the Horsemen, though. I don't care. Everybody carry championships. You're a WCW guy, Tim. Where do you yes. put the Horsemen, then? Horsemen's five. Okay. okay. Uh, let's see. Devin uh, Devin says he would put NWO in his top ten, but barely in the top ten. And Nikki asks, "What about the Bullet Club?" 
for me, like, I mean, the Bullet Club obviously is, has has had, you know, strength for years, but it, it the, you know, New Japan isn't isn't my cup of tea. So um, it, it's I, I don't have them very high uh, on my list. Yeah, except for... You can make that argument. I totally get that. I mean, I think they belong on a list, probably top 10. I don't know where I would do a, 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 a top 10. Right behind the corporate ministry. Oh, okay. Oh, yeah. um, I mean, I, I everybody seems to be... We were all really high on the neck. Dick has even said corporate ministry when Shane McMahon's in it since you all shine his <laughs> boots on this show on a weekly basis, but we don't want to just point out the one faction that he was in mean street posse by all means put that one in too hey uh, pete gas former guest of the show that's true i'll be high on that so we all seem pretty high on the nexus how low on that list does the core drop um the core does not exist <laughs> yeah yeah i don't yeah i don't i don't think yeah i don't think they they even count i i i think right. they they, they, as your shirt in the background says, Ryan, not best for business. Just not best for business. I um, mean, realistically, neither is this shirt now that I'm thinking about ooh, it. Oh, yeah, that's... I was wondering that earlier. Yeah, you what... The, uh, it's the once-in-a-lifetime, the Onita Tremont match, which I thought was really, really good. Uh, I got that I got that pay-per-view, so I really dug the match. But, yeah, it, so kind of last... ignore that. I'll put a... Now the you, last cool thing that CZW did. Like let's let's absolutely is. let's be fair. You bought that before we found out just how shitty of a company they they are, right? Like I. That's, yeah, yeah, yeah. Like you didn't that's go out. That I agree with. You didn't go out and buy that uh, like this week or anything. Why did you just have painters tape? Yeah, it seems like a. Uh, when I dressed up like the Blue Meanie for Halloween, <laughs> my wrist tape. <laughs> nice. And I know uh, I kept it local, so. Okay, Devin. Devin says he said the NWO is a top five, not top ten. Um, and Nikki asked, "Do you think there could be a great women's women's faction?" Um, I think there could be. Um, uh, the Iconics. With we'll just add one more broad, and you're there. Broad, good, good word choice. Um, yeah, I think there. I think there certainly could be. I, I, I think it, it would all depend on. Um, you know, having having to get the women's rosters deeper on on all shows, um, because I you know I, I think that that's probably the the biggest thing, um, that that's keeping them from having a women's faction like in the WWE right now. Because I don't think any of the women's divisions are are necessarily deep enough to have a have a faction or 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 multiple factions. Because I feel like sometimes you're bad. <laughs> Yeah. Um, yes, they were. Um, I, I f- like. It, I think sometimes the best, the best factions, like the best time in history, is is when factions were going against each other. I don't agree with that team bad comment at all. Why? That, I just said we had it. That wasn't. A I comment. love team bad. I I was not a fan of team bad. Oh. If, you, if you replace Tamina. With Alicia Fox, much better. But Tamina played the role of Sheasel. Before Raquel Gonzalez was the big girl protecting the little girls, 
It was Tamina protecting Sasha and Naomi. I mean, I don't, I didn't dislike Team Bad either. I just think I would have enjoyed it more had we had someone more in line with the other two as opposed to Tamina. I get it. Yeah, I get it's it. Kind of like. Because What's your favorite match? My favorite match was with Melina and Alicia Fox. Exactly. Who? Um. Yeah, I mean, like, but again, you, I, you gotta, you gotta, and I want you to take that segment and just cut it down to the who, so that way, whenever somebody says anything from like New Japan who? or Ring of Honor, you can just hit the who. Well, that's why I got. Who the hell is this? Um. Oh, you have well, oh, never mind then. Uh, uh, but again, I think like if you have factions going against each other, I mean, like you know, you think of like DX and the Nation of Domination, the the corporation versus the Ministry, things like that. So you know, if you would if you would be able to have the the women's rosters deep enough that you could have multiple factions or at least multiple uh, credible teams um, that a, that a faction could go, you know, kind of target a tag team to challenge things like that. I, you know, I think that's where you would get a little bit more um, depth into it and, and, and really turn into a, a, a great uh, female faction. But I think it's, it's absolutely possible. Absolutely possible. Um, which I saw earlier today and, and I did post it on the, the social media that um, potentially like the weekend after SummerSlam, the WWE looking at maybe a, another network special um possibly Hall of Fame, which we talked about last week, possibly a um, second week of SummerSlam, which I think if you're going to do multiple nights of SummerSlam, you do it Saturday, Sunday, like you did WrestleMania. You don't go, you don't go week to week, um, but also potentially a, uh, a evolution, uh, a evolution too. Um, I, I think you're, you'd be much, I, I would be much more in favor of either Hall of Fame or Evolution 2 over week two of SummerSlam <laughs> like um but uh we'll, we'll kind of keep our eyes uh eyes on that one as well yeah I think you got to keep SummerSlam together um on a Saturday Sunday if it needs to be two nights um you don't have to you don't have to drag it out over two weeks that's ridiculous yeah I mean it's different obviously when, when with uh, the NXT doing the bash and and fight you know fighter fest uh with AEW like that, that that's a different story because you're just you know, you're, you're jazzing up your weekly TV, which, which, you know, I have no problems there, um, going multiple weeks, uh, on that, um, real quick, we're not going to go over the shows. Um, but if you watch them, did you prefer great American bash or fighter fest uh, over the other one? I mean, they were, to me, they were both really good. Um, I, I, I the, the unfortunate thing is I had switched over. Last night, I'd switched over to, from Dynamite. I was watching Dynamite as it aired, but I switched over to NXT for the main event. The main event of, of Fighter Fest ran over, and my DVR cut it off. So I didn't even see uh, the end of uh, of Jericho and Orange Cassidy, which was which I was loving that match. Um, so I'm, I'm going to have to wait. Hopefully that, that gets, gets posted online somewhere. Uh, Charlie says great American bash by hair. Overall, I think great American bash, um, what was better as a, as a wrestling pay-per-view, so to speak. Um, both shows were really strong though. I really enjoyed uh, week one of fighter fest more than week one of great American bash. I think bash really pulled it out at the end. 
Um, that Adam Cole match was, uh, you know, fantastic. Keith Lee, uh, absolutely his time to shine. What a star they have in him. Um, Unbelievable. Like you, Jim, I watched much of Fighter Fest Live. I was flipping back and forth. It, it For the first time, it really felt like it was the Monday Night Wars for me between WCW. Because you were WCW. flipping? I was. I was doing a lot of flipping back and forth, and uh, I don't know. It's just it's just great when one can challenge the other, and we get great programming from both companies. Um, it's it's cliche to say, but you know the fans were the winners. <laughs> no, no, AEW won because they won the demo. Uh, talk demographics. <laughs> Tony and Jericho and company told me about that all afternoon on Twitter. <laughs> um. All right, uh, let's uh, let's move on here. Uh, this week, PWI uh, Pro Wrestling Illustrated um, announced some changes uh, to their criteria for the uh, PWI 500 this year. They announced that going forward, uh, they will integrate women's wrestlers into the PWI 500. Uh, part- uh, this is a partially taken from the uh, full release effective this year. The PWI 500 will include wrestlers who, regardless of gender, best fit our usual criteria, win-loss record, technical ability, influence on the sport, success against the highest grade of competition, success against the most diverse competition, and activity. This year's PWI 500 will include wrestlers uh, who excel, um, who excelled against opponents of any gender or who held traditionally male or gender-neutral championships. Uh, for the first time, multiple women will be included on the list. Uh, frankly, this is long overdue. Women who compete exclusively or almost exclusively in women's divisions slash promotions won't be ranked in this year's 500. However, they will be eligible for the women's 100 list. Uh, we acknowledge this is an imperfect system, but it seems to us to be the most equitable approach for now. Bailey, Sasha Banks, and Asuka uh, will likely be ranked near the top of this year's women's 100 could they one be one day be ranked as high uh, in the PWI 500? They very well could. Wrestling is evolving, and PWI will evolve as well. Bottom line, we are moving in the direction of a PWI 500 that is truly gender-inclusive. For now, we want to ensure that everyone has a chance to be acknowledged for their accomplishments. We feel that uh, opening up the list in this way is a step in the right direction, uh, unless you're the bore. Uh, man, I've, I've had a lot of, I've had a lot of, uh, interest watching, uh, the boar, uh, our friend, the boar and PWI go back and forth on Twitter this week. Yeah. And I'm going to champion for him. Absolutely. I um, think he makes very valid points. Right. And so for those of you who don't know, uh, you can follow him at boar is war on Twitter, uh, independent, super, independent wrestling star, uh, the boar of Moldova. But he is one of a, he's kind of a unicorn nowadays in, in wrestling. He is legit six foot four, legit 260 plus pounds. He's a Um, real big dude. He's a big man. Like he's big. He's a big dude. And yeah, he's a Haas. And um, if you look around wrestling nowadays, like Boar is closer to a Keith Lee size than he is an Adam Cole size. And he's bigger than like everyone you just watched on fighter fest. Um, so 
the two the first two things that the PWI top 500 is taking account in is win loss record in a sport in which or in, uh, in which <laughs> right. winners and losers are determined predetermined not inside the yes. right and technical prowess yeah technical because ability is the everyone can chain wrestle and <laughs> everyone can do triple spanish flies and whatever so you're encouraging people the flippy to go out and wrestle 45 minute mat classics to draws because you can't lose <laughs> because it's going to impact going to impact your win loss um it's well, that's assuming you're in a company that has time limits. Thank you. It's in, you know, like, I don't know, the biggest wrestling company in the world. When was the last time you heard any match on Raw or SmackDown or WWE pay-per-view list a time limit on the match? Probably the last Iron Woman match. Yeah. Yeah. It's It's been a while. It's, it's been, been a while. A but either way, like, it's... PW5, PWI 500 is something that's really fun to look at, um, but I don't think that it is now or probably ever was a legitimate ranking of the best superstars or the best wrestlers in the world. Because if that's the case, like... WWE doesn't hire bad wrestlers. Right. Like Well, they don't they, they don't, don't hire anymore. wrestlers. They hire sports entertainers. <laughs> yeah, like they don't hire bad dudes. Like like, like hire... unless it's the PSEI top 500 or the sports entertainment wrestling whatever. <laughs> like it's 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 just funny to me that like we're still talking about the PWI 500. And like I'm sure that the 500 wrestlers or, or whenever a wrestler makes the PWI 500 their first time, they're stoked. Sure. But I guarantee you that if a wrestler gets put on the 500 and they're at like 480 something and they see a dude who they shared a locker room with at an indie that's at like 370 and they're like i'm better than that guy i wonder <laughs> why the dude at 370 is 370 and you're at 480 is it is it activity right like is it is n- it influence on the sport right and and i like, mean what is it and, like, and it's so arbitrary it, no, yeah it, it's not like it's not like a like the major league baseball hall of fame where there's actual writers who are judging and people get put in sure and then <laughs> like their peers like other people who have been on the ballot like it's it is a novelty it's about as serious as the three count thursday greatest wrestling theme whoa, of whoa, all time whoa whoa you watch your mouth. Thank you. Don't you dare take that. We think it's great. We love it. And you guys love it. And there's a bunch of wrestlers, there's a bunch of fans that think the PWI 500 is the Bible. 
And then there's other people who were like, okay, you're selling copies of a, a magazine. <laughs> I'm like, here's the thing. Like we've had, we've had obviously uh, get former guests of our show that have made the list and you know, they, they couldn't be happier that they ended up, um, you know, 315 on the list, which is, which is incredible. Like, you know, for, for everybody, um, you know, that, that, you know, bust their ass and, you know, goes in the gym and goes to training and, you know, works on the weekend and drives from, you know, New York to Pennsylvania or Maryland almost every weekend, um, you know, to, to, to put on these shows with some of the, the better indie companies on the East Coast. Absolutely. Like, I, you know, I, I don't want it to come across that we are downplaying, you know, something that is super important to them. Because, you know, if, if you know, we've been nominated in, in different years for different podcast awards online. Of course, we had the one with Andy Weinberg where we were podcast of the year in 2017. Um, but there was, you know, there was other times where, you know, we got nominated for things and we didn't win them. But in the same time, like, uh, yes, Tim. I have an actual legitimate question. Yes. So this is the PWI 500 for the year 2020, right? Yes. Over or under 500 active wrestlers in the year 2020 with everything that's Definitely going on under. in the entire world, because this is a worldwide thing. Jap- Japanese wrestlers the luchadors everyone is there 500 active wrestlers who will have wrestled at least one match question well well absolutely five hundred a year he's gonna make it full <laughs> like we took three months off and but if depending on how things bubble or not we could lose like another two. I mean, well, so like, well, if one of the if one of the criteria is influence on the sport, there's a lot of talent that stand behind plexiglass at the performance center every Monday, Wednesday, Friday that cheer and bang on the glass. That's influencing the sport. So does does <laughs> WWE's num- WrestleMania's number one fan make? The PWI 500. It's fucking better. It had a shirt on the WWE shop. <laughs> the um, ceiling fan. But at the performance yes, center. but yeah, I it, you know I, I, it's it's that's an interesting question as well. Like the the 2020 uh, PWI 500 is going to be a very interesting list um, to to see when when it finally does come out. And I don't like, and because obviously if you're, if you're revising the criteria and maybe that's part of the reason that they revise the criteria to now include women to include women, because maybe they're huh. sitting there going, uh, guys, we're going to have trouble best. filling this list. Um, and obviously some Indies are starting to pick back up. Yeah. So, you know, you can probably, you can probably find 500, but yeah. it's, um, like, it's tough though. It is and going, like, it is going to be tough. It's not, it's not. I don't know. Like it's it's just it's really poopy, man. Like it's a it's a real crappy time right now still. Yes. It's a reminder like actually sitting and thinking about a PWI 500, like now I'm like, well, yeah, <laughs> there's all those indies that I'm not going to or Yeah, it's all it's those a bummer. indies I'm not all those indies I'm not uh doing commentary for and you know, 
Yeah, it blows. Yeah, it blows. It it. Uh, yeah, yeah. And you were gonna you were gonna debut as uh, the commissioner. You you were gonna commission yeah. your first Fed and yeah, my first my first company. We had to postpone and- the show and yeah, it's it's it sucks, man. It sucks. It's 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 been it's it, you know obviously for numerous reasons beyond independent wrestling it has been a a crappy year but you know that that's another part of it as well um just the icing on a real dirt cake yes sitting sitting here tonight who do you guys think the number one wrestler in the 2020 pwi 500 will be then um wow um brew mcintyre i'm 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 like john moxley Okay, because um, he's a technical wrestler and he does <laughs> he does the gra- he grapples but he's he he's versatile and. Um, I'm going to give it to a guy that just lost his world championship last night, uh, Adam Cole. Okay. Bay Bay. Old Bay. Old Bay. Um, Old Bay from Maryland. Yeah. Right? Old Bay from Maryland from the Mean Street. Wonder who I think makes top ten. Who's that? Roman Reigns, because he he influence, he was the smart one. Influence on the sport. Uh, you know he. I mean, he worked the start of the year for the for right or wrong. Like th- this year is going to be notably absent. Sure, of Roman Reigns. Sure, like I I don't think there's ever been a bigger hole in a time period. Like this might be the biggest hole we've seen since like that Sonny. one that one weird time where Austin took his ball and went home, but The Rock was also like doing movies at the same time, and they brought The Rock back. I'm not entertaining. I'm not entertaining that flim flam from my punt, my punt, my fellow pundit who broke Big Jim. <laughs> He's broke. By the way, she pooted. <laughs> but, what I'm talking about. Right. Like there's um the the hole <laughs> that Roman has left in the WWE. Gaping. It is kind it is kind oh of my. unfillable. <laughs> except for Roman. <laughs> You're like, really talking about Sonny here. I'm talking about the hole that, that Roman's leaving. Yeah, no, yeah. I, I agree. I mean like Again, I've never been the... be a large man to fill that hole. Yeah, <laughs> I've never been the biggest Roman Reigns fan. I've never denied how good Roman Reigns is, but you know there there has been multiple times in the last, and I'd say especially more in the last month or so, because the, I mean the longer this goes on, the like, I mean the, the empty arena shows it, it's yeah. be- it's becoming normal. Like you know, I've watched. Um, like Tuesday nights on FS1, they've been showing classic um, the pay-per-views. And like this past Tuesday was the 2017 Royal Rumble. And now watching shows, old shows, with gigantic stadiums filled with people feels weird to see that many people in a, in a space together. 2017 Rumble. That was the Roman Rumble, right? That was the Roman Rumble. Okay. But like just, you know, like and I, I didn't that watch much of the, of the Rumble match. But that was um, that was Cena versus AJ Styles, mm-hmm. banger of a match. But like I'm sitting there watching it, going like, th- like it, 
it feels so weird to now see large crowds of people in, in wrestling in that setting because it, it has become normal to see WWE at the Performance Center with, you know, 11 people in the crowd and for AEW to be at Daly's Place with, you know, the, the you know, the SCU and whoever is at ringside. And Kip Sabian you know, holding up a Twitter, a, a, a Twitch sign. Yeah, so like it, you know, get... it's, it's it's like it it has everything has changed. Ryan, who do you see as the number one in PWI? Um, I think it is the the steadfastness, if you will, of Seth Rollins that will have him repeat the 2020. Uh, I just think he uh, has evolved his character a lot over the past 12 months. I love um, this Rollins, by the way. And I, I think it's I think that's I think it's a solid choice in a otherwise unknown these trying times <laughs> Seth Rollins has got us through. Like I know Tim, something on on your other wrestling podcast, the Final Wrestling Place, a, a term that you refer to um, many times is is height of their powers. H O P, baby. I feel like right now is Seth Rollins H O P. That may be a Ooh, bold that's claim. Tough. But I, That's I tough. like, like this, this Rollins is so fucking good to me. The Rollins with the authority before he blew his knee out where he was double champion and he fought Cena and Sting. You can't, you can't see me. I know that's Ryan's favorite Seth Rollins. Like that, that Seth Rollins is that Seth Rollins is untouch like almost untouchable. And then like the Seth Rollins we got where he like wins the rumble and then goes on to WrestleMania. Like Seth, Seth has had multiple real H-O-P- good years. H O P esque stints. I know this um, is at least the one I love the most Lou and, and uh, Devin both say drew will be number one this year. Um, and I think Nikki says Seth will be, will be number one. She loves Seth Rollins. If, if Otis doesn't make the top again. 25, the whole list is it's a, a it's sham. It's a sham. It's a sham. Oh, yeah. Okay, we have our top suspect. To me, the chips. Um, <laughs> uh, we, we might as well hit the rest of them. <laughs> I feel oh, like yes. the tomato... Tomato champs is what he calls everybody in AEW. <laughs> Tomato champs. Tomato champs. Absolutely. I agree. Brian All right. Cage. Brian Cage, the tomato, tomato champ champs. champion. He's got that tomato. He's got that tomato FTW champion. Tomato champs. No. Cody Rhodes. Cody Rhodes is that tomato championship. <laughs> that is definitely the tomato. Tomato champs. Okay, let's talk about championships, though. Okay, because... The the TNT title apparently couldn't get gold plated. I hate it during during the uh, the pandemic. However, the WWE rolls out a brand new U.S. title during the pan unless they unless they have different guys doing these things. Um, but the WWE got a full title done with gold and everything, and uh, and and AEW apparently could only find a guy to do one in silver. Um, but time. thoughts on uh, thoughts on oh, yes. the uh, the new U.S. title. I love it. Now I don't I don't love it 
all time love it. Like I, the WCW one to me is still the number one U.S. title. I think this one is very, very much better than the, than the most recent version. I've never been a huge fan of the what I will call John Cena not spinner U.S. title. Because that's the, that's the person I think of when I see the old U.S. title. I think of John Cena first. And, of course, he had the spinner one, which is all-time terrible. Um, but now and, – and I was I was sharing some of the pictures uh, with the boar on, on Twitter. I've seen some re-leathers of the most recent uh, U.S. title where the strap itself matches the – like the stars and bars on the, on the plates – and then it looked infinitely better. And I'm like, why did the WWE never do this for one? But I, I like this this new U.S. title. Um, I think it, it is a decent mix of new and old. Uh, the only thing I would have done different that I've seen a couple people mock up is put some blue behind the stars at the top. Otherwise, I, I, I really I really do. I like the title. I think it's, you know, it, it looks more like a championship than like a wrestling championship than some of their other main titles it's not just a big wwe logo um but i i i like it yeah it, it's much uh it's much better than what it is replacing um like you said it's not the wcw version i think that's um all time all time best united states championship version of the belt um i like this 15 times more than i like the ic title remake because that belt is still trash in my opinion. I just don't like it. I couldn't even tell you who the Intercontinental Champion is right now. Fair. AJ Styles. I, I don't know. I lost that title is done. Like the Intercontinental title, they have officially killed the Intercontinental title. Is, and is it I, No, it was it's AJ. Zane. It's AJ Styles currently. Because AJ really? won, AJ won the tournament after Sami Zayn had to strip it because of the Rona. I mean, but to he be beat to Braun, be fair, Braun beat. To be fair, when was the last time Tim Ryan, you guys watched Nakamura? SmackDown? Oh, that's a uh, that's an excellent question because that um, that's where the Intercontinental Title lives. It does. Oh, God. please tell me you at least watched the match, the Daniel Bryan AJ Styles, the finals of the tournament. I don't think so, Jim. Hell no. I don't think so, Tim. Um, I don't think so. I haven't. I barely watched that, Fighter okay. Fest. I watched Fighter Fest and the Great American Bash because I knew that I needed something else to talk about besides <laughs> my hard work on this theme tournament. That's fine. That's it. That's fine. I I, I get it. It's a weird. It, this whole thing's weird. This whole time's weird. I just Do want to yourself wake up a favor, one day and we're in the new the new place. Please, please do yourself a favor, and at some point, and Ryan, I will get to you. I will get to your question. At some point, please go, go and watch the finals of that IC title tournament. No, stop it, stop it. Go ahead, Ryan. Yes, you're the goddamn host, Jim. You're the host. Yes, set up a watch along, make us watch it. Perfect. You're the host. Okay. You do yeah. that. All right, let's do that. Um, you tell us it's time. We'll have to be there because you're the host. Th- right. That's true. That's, that's true. Works. I'm gonna He's I'm gonna Lancaster put that in host. my notes. Got it. I see title watch along. Okay. Bingo. Um, but but that match is fantastic. To answer your question, I absolutely 
hate this new United States Championship. It is bollocks. It looks it looks like WWE made a replica of a title that you can make in a SmackDown versus Raw video game. <laughs> I won't necessarily disagree with that take. There's nothing it it stands out because it's so generic. It is the it's the twenty four seven title. Oh come on, come on! I wouldn't go that far. The old U.S. title was as Trash. close as we're gonna get to the original title, which is the best title, the best United States title of all time. The I wish the WCW United States Championship, hands down, best. Absolutely, I hundred percent agree with that. But home plate isn't bad. It's not. I love home plate. I love home plate as a title. It's not good. It was the oldest WWF championship. I know. Of all the titles, that was the last one. I know. That one has been around since two thousand and two. It was before WrestleMania twenty because I know Cena won that one at WrestleMania twenty. Yeah, they well, it's when they crit. It's it's somewhere after the uh, somewhere after the invasion. Because Booker T was the Intercontinental, the U.S. champion, and then Canyon somehow became the U.S. champion. And then Canyon lost the title to, I think, like Edge or Eddie. And then they had a unification. And then they finally brought the U.S. title back on SmackDown. Yeah, something um, like that. Um, yeah, but either way, like this new title is... One thing I will say with the, the new Intercontinental title, I saw somebody uh, on Instagram, they had they had uh, like repainted like on the, the side plates and in, and in the center with, with some blue backing behind and it looked infinitely better. Like, and I'm, like I, don't, I don't necessarily love or hate the new Intercontinental title. It, it shouldn't have been redone from, from, the, uh, from what it was. Like the, the, the classic IC title look... Um, is an is an all time great title to me. They should tell you what else I hate about the new United States Championship. Sure, that the champion didn't even unveil it. That was weird. That was weird. I will agree with that. That was Apollo weird. Apollo Cruz is got the Rona or something because he's not on TV until the horror show of Extreme <laughs> Rules. <laughs> Okay. Uh, can a, you guys wake me up when my gimmicks don't need gimmicks well that's another thing that's like, so weird is like there every match it seems on on the the horror show of extreme rules which we will uh which we will preview and predict next week sure. um is getting a stipulation which i'm not against stipulation matches however again we've and we've talked about this numerous it's extreme rules just the stipulation for every match should be that it's extreme rules. The, it's in the name of the pay per view. That's what. That's why I don't like the you know the the gimmick match name of the pay per view. TLC don't like it. Extreme rules don't like it. Hell yeah. in a Cell don't like it. And I'm gonna tell you right now, if Seth Rollins don't get a whole ass eyeball ripped out of his head. In this eye for an eye match. Did you see his tweet the other day? Uh, no, I, I don't even follow wrestling Twitter anymore. His, his tweet the other day is uh, it was like film study and it showed the, the Vader picture where his eyes popped out oh! of his head. Um, 
but yeah, the whole the whole idea that the loser of the match has, has to a... get their eye ripped out. Yeah, weird. Weird. What kind of weird Wes Craveny like like and like, you can't even do a DQ with that stipulation because because if you can pull somebody's eye out, what else can you do? Right, well, uh, well, I mean, there's the um, fist a dude in the butt and pull out his entrails. What are you gonna do? Like, but that wouldn't even end the match. Um, nope. Matt, thumbs up, thumbs That's down. That's the cutoff, brother. <laughs> thumbs up, thumbs down. New U.S. title. Ooh, he does Wait, not like it. Way out of line. Way out of uh, line. Devin agrees with uh, with you two. He says he does not like it. He also heard that there's new SmackDown tag titles on the way. I've heard that since about uh, February. So, sure, maybe that maybe the if they're going to redo the SmackDown ones, please redo the Raw ones as well. Get rid of the Spartan Head tag titles. Uh, they were bad when there was just one of one set of them on copper plates. Uh, they're they're not good now either. I like the penny belts. No, not good. All time, not good. All time, not good. All time, just oh. Oh, I don't think so, Tim. Twenty-four-seven title like <laughs> that is the pennies. Exactly, exactly. Um, all right, a uh, a couple of news items, and then we're going to wrap the show up. Um, there's been a lot of talk about Kyrie Sane's status in the WWE. Um, this from Alex McCarthy of Talksport. He says sources tell Talksport that Sane leaving WWE is far from set in stone. It's true she is considering. Returning home to Japan to be with her husband, possibly resting another year or so before retiring. But WWE are intent on taking care of Kairi Sane. Uh, they are set to offer her better money than she could get anywhere else and attempt to keep her involved with the company. Uh, and it's believed she could be swayed. Dave Meltzer had previously reported uh, that Kairi Sane was on her way out of the company and would be returning to Japan uh, uh, imminently. Uh, obviously, we saw her return on Monday. Whether or not uh, she she sticks around for any considerable amount of time will uh, remain to be seen. Uh, And then this past Monday on Raw, Heath Slater made a surprise appearance on Monday's episode of Raw in order to do a promo segment with Ziggler and WWE champion Drew McIntyre led to him working a quick non-title match against McIntyre who won the Claymore kick. Uh, Following this appearance, fans were wondering what is next for Heath Slater who was released in WWE in April. Uh, Gary Cassie of Sports Keto reports that Slater's appearance in WWE Raw was seemingly a one-off appearance uh, with WWE due to the nature of the segment, as he has a history with Drew McIntyre. Um, it, it was added that Slater was present at a recent uh, talk and shop, a mania tapings, and is scheduled to appear during Gallows and Anderson August first extravaganza. Um, I think it was a, it was a it was a neat little. Uh, send off for Heath Slater, a good little, um, you know, kind of resume bump, uh, to unveil the yoked up Heath Slater, uh, to, uh, to companies that, um, that could potentially be bidding for him here in about uh, a little about a week and a half. Um, and it was a cool, it was a cool send off. Uh, I don't think he's going to resign. Um, but it was, uh, it was good to see him on raw and, a, and, a, and a good little send off there. Great promo by him, uh, by the way. Yeah, solid promo. It looks like he uh, he beefed up a little bit. Sure, sure. You know, he's got kids. He he's does. Ha- kids. He does have kids. Does he have kids? I thought that was Rhino. Well, Rhino Rhino has kids that he can't do podcasts. He Slater has kids that he has to work for. 
to to clear that up. Uh, they they both they they both have kids. Yes, um, but uh, season two of the Big Show show of being <laughs> Rhino and Slater <laughs> living next door raising kids. <laughs> um, that uh, that's really all I have this week. I don't know if anybody has anything else to add. Otherwise, we'll wrap it up. Tim, you have anything else to add? Um, you you reminded me of Talking Shop, which reminds me of uh, Countdown to Fucktown. Yeah, up real soon. Now uh, that's that's the is that a, that's on their Patreon, right? Yeah, I think that's the the. This is what happened uh, in, with WWE. Yeah, yeah. So I what can't... you're telling me is I have to subscribe I... to their Patreon? Yeah. Okay. I gotta. I gotta. I gotta talk and shop it and. I can do that for a month. I could do, yeah, I can do it for however long they need me to. Because, first of all, Countdown to Fucktown, great name. Great. Second name. of all, great. Name. I don't care. Talk to me about anything over beers. Those, those, those three guys are hilarious. They, they absolutely are. Like, you know, obviously, your number one priority in wrestling podcast should be us. Your number two priority in wrestling podcast should be the Final Wrestling Place. Uh, and then your number three, at least in my opinion, should probably be talking shop, uh, because it is absolutely an entertaining listen each and every time. Agreed. But yeah, I'll, I'll have to get on their Patreon. Anybody? Uh, yeah. What's that, Ryan? Seconded. Yeah. Sure. Yeah. Sure. Everything sure. you said sounded right. Perfect. All right. Let's uh, let's wrap this thing up. Matt, was there a? I think you had said there was going to be a woman of the week this week. I did say that, and then I just. Didn't do it. Awesome. Um, so next, um, <laughs> next week for sure, we'll do that. Um, a little busy on um, buying house, selling house. So understandable. Uh, I get it. I will return with that. In the meantime, I did record two episodes of uh, Recount Mad Libs. We had friend of the show, Ariella Nix, as well as friend of the show, Brittany Nicole on. And then I'm recording another one tonight in about 20 minutes that will air tomorrow so uh keep an eye out for those so we got three in this week i'll try to get a couple more for you guys next week while the pandemic rolls on just keep an eye on our youtube i have them all on the same playlist you can watch all i think there's about 12 13 at this point just check them out um just wrestlers staying involved in the wrestling industry because they can't really wrestle right now so uh support them support us and speaking of Brittany Nicole, she will be with us next week uh, on the show because we're going to actually predict two pay-per-views next week. Of course, WWE, Extreme Rules, the horror show with all the gimmicks and all that stuff. Uh, and then, of course, Impact Slammiversary, which will be next Saturday night. Um, we will uh, we will run down that card as well um, because Big Jim might actually buy a uh, an Impact pay-per-view. I have my doubts. Um, Tim, she did say if you were not on this coming prediction, she will riot because you missed the WrestleMania one. So, oh, she gonna be mad. Oh, that's right. You're on vacation next week. <laughs> I'm driving to. I'll be driving to West Virginia. Oh no! If West if, Virginia, if if I can get my if I can get my co-pilot to drive that leg of the run i could possibly do it from my phone you best you best work that um, out tim we do not want to anger our sixth only, member if 
only for Brittany. Like we, literally, we, she is the only reason I would I would struggle to to make that happen. We cannot anger our sixth member. That is for sure. Um, I miss her so much. But uh, Matt, where can people uh, follow you? Uh, I guess the the NBA is fingers crossed. So yeah, the training camp uh, reported to it today. Um, I'm somewhat obnoxious about the Phillies too. That's starting up again as well. Uh, a little less about the Flyers and Union. Um, and if if college football is only doing conference play, and I guess you're safe during Notre Dame football. I guess too good for a conference. So. Um, you can follow me on Twitter at 3CT, the letter A, Philly, as in Philadelphia, and then the number eight, so 3CT affiliate. I don't know. We could maybe do a home and home against like Liberty and Navy and the other, uh, the other uh, independents. We could probably. Still I think UConn might be. Army. Yeah. yeah, I think there's. I think there's five. I think there's five, uh, five other independents besides Notre Dame. You could do a home and home. That'll round out a good solid uh, 10, 11 game season. I would, I would hope for a five and zero season. If Jesus, if if not, just cancel college football completely. Not, not I'll really be obnoxious on Twitter. Yeah, uh, Tim, where can the people follow you at? Uh, at now the tool man across all platforms: Instagram, Twitter, Snapchat. If you care, uh, I stream on occasion. Twitch.tv forward slash not the tool man. Uh, but really, get behind Final Wrestling Place. You can find it wherever you get your podcasts, including Spotify, Apple Podcasts, Google Play, uh, SoundCloud, the whole nine, at Final Place Pod on Twitter. Uh, this season, we're talking about the boys and girls of summer. Uh, we're taking Summer Slam performances of, of, of wrestlers and uh, comparing their body of work. Uh, and this week, we are talking about Charlotte Flair. Oh, this past week, it was my boy... Mm-hmm. But I I tended to agree. I agreed with you guys. Thank you. That he that bad. he was that he was not a he's not a boy of summer. He's not a boy. But he's he's my boy. But he is yeah, not a boy okay. of summer. To figure out who we're talking about, go check out Final Place Pod. Uh, yeah, uh, Tim or um, uh, Ryan, <laughs> where can people follow you? Uh, it is at the letters R Y N and then Eagle on. Uh, on Twitter, I don't know. I'm just tweeting about people not wearing masks and how much that upsets me right now. So that's kind of where my tweets have been. Sorry if that upsets anybody. But if you guys really want to talk, boys of summer, look no further than Chronic and make sure you vote for Chronic in the upcoming thing, or I'll never talk to you again. Jim, can you mute him, please? Uh, I think so. Yeah, I muted him. I don't, I, don't, I think he can't figure out how to unmute himself. You can follow me at Big Jim Sports if you want to. Uh, but really, the thing you want to do, three at Three Count Thursday, Facebook, Twitter, Instagram. Uh, make sure you check out our YouTube as well. Go to threecountthursday.com. That's where you'll find out. I can unmute myself. <laughs> every, wow, amazing how that works. You can God find, damn it, I didn't know that. <laughs> you can find everything Three Count related at threecountthursday.com. Our home network, of course, is ngscsports.com. We also stream at Sports. L-E-E-I-B Sports. Com. Until next time, stay safe, stay smart, go for the pin, wear the mask, do the thing, stay safe. We'll talk to you guys next week. Don't go for the